Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Soap Dish Salem Style. I am your host, Tony Ann, and with me today, I have got Dylan, Nick, Michael, and Arya. Say hello, everybody. Hi. Hey, Hi. And joining us as a special guest is our contest winner, Sarah. Say hi, Sarah. Hey, everyone. Can I just quickly say something? Go I right want ahead. to give Michael a shout out because when he was announcing uh, my win, I think he's one of maybe five people I've ever met who have said my last name right on the first try. So shout out to you, Michael. Thank you for not butchering my, my last name on I the Twitter streets. Crazy ass names, baby. I have to learn. <laughs> So yeah, that's what I wanted to say. I really wanted to give you your flowers on air because when you were like, "Mm, I'm just going to say your at name. I was like, no, you should have just said Sherry Coco. Like my last name is not for everybody. And when you said it right, I was pleasantly surprised. So shout out to you. Look at me being a good representative. See, (laughs) y'all like to say that I'm very much the first gentlemen of this podcast even though i created it. i don't know how that happened but here we are but i'm the he first gentleman of the podcast. you know the, tony is the commander in chief i you wheel me out for the luncheons and special announcements and ribbon cuttings <laughs> and all that good shit i show a little leg and leave <laughs> you're welcome to stay however i always tell you that now i'm good showing my leg <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that right. could be interpreted well, so many ways. Let's hear it on. <laughs> Let's move right on into our news segment. We are heading off the rails right off the bat. So you are getting the full soap dish experience, Sarah. All right. We have quite the news segment thanks to the Peacock promo that dropped right before the Peacock move, which is happening Uh, The first episode will actually air the day that this episode drops. That will be our first official day on Peacock. And they dropped a... I like that. We ushering folks in the Peacock. We all got our white gloves on. Look at us. (laughs) (laughs) And they dropped a promo that was full of all sorts of good things, including a shit ton of casting announcements. So let us begin with... Rourke Critchlow and Lamone Archie return as Mike and Eli for the Horton Christmas spectacular this year are we excited to see them back is Carrie far behind where's Mike's wife Carrie's not showing up with him I'm just saying let's get the ball rolling on that we waited 30 fucking years let's do it listen I'm I'm just gonna say I had a Michael moment when I I saw saw the I was watching the promo the longer promo and when he popped up I screamed like because it's Mike Horton it's Mike. I, I literally, I literally yelled Mike because I honestly did not think I was ever going to see him on our screens again. Me either. I guess me yelling on the podcast is good for something. Listen, I, I tagged your, I tagged your ass into the group chat so fast. I was like, get here now. <laughs> what were you saying? Oh, and welcome to you too, uh, Eli. Yes, I'm excited to see Eli too, but it was mainly about Mike for me. But, yeah, Arya, but what were yeah, you saying? It's all the way in Christmas, and you know you can't get excited for Christmas in the middle of August. <laughs> You mean September? Same difference. It's hard to say on outside. All right, you were you were trying to say something. Go ahead. I was saying by the time I saw Mike, I was I was clapping. I was I, I did not expect it, but when he like came on and twins, 
I was screaming. I had to rewind that so many times. It was, it was kind of unexpected. Both of these returns. I am really excited to see them both back. Yeah, I'm really excited. I I think we had a feeling we might see Eli because we knew we saw the twins. Yeah, I I kind of. I mean, I got the feeling that Lamone wouldn't return anytime soon. So yeah, I, I'm. I'm honestly happy for y'all because I thought y'all was going to get hold. I'm not even going to lie. I thought y'all was just going to get the kids. Yeah, I honestly... That's what I thought, to be honest. Me too, because I I was like, okay, Lamona is not going to return and Lonnie is in prison, so I don't know how it's going to, like, how it, this is all going to unfold. So I, I was just expecting, like, maybe Paulina or Abe brought the twins and, like, it never really made sense to me. But then... We saw Eli with the twins. I was like, oh, okay, like it makes sense. Though I, I'm hoping somehow that Lonnie is out because a part of me does not like the fact that Lonnie is not with the twins on Christmas, and it's also their birthday. But another part is just happy to see the twins and to see Eli. And I love that Jules is still Jules, like. to be fair to be fair they're young enough not to remember it so hey it's it's interesting though because now the wells twins who used to play carver they're playing both jules and carver they're playing oh they got them for both yeah (gasps) i was wondering okay that's gonna be cool so i'm very excited and then oh my god the way carver was sleeping on his statue Oh, so cute. And he was like, I take a nap right here. And now we're actually going to get to see Eli hanging up their ornaments with the actual babies. Yeah. Can we ever get Eli hanging the ornaments together with the kids? (laughs) Like, can we ever get that? I would love it if they could kind of do, like, imagine if Eli and the twins are home for Christmas and we get, like, a FaceTime call with Monty. In prison? I don't want to see Okay, now to be fair, to be fair, I've taken a few prison call FaceTimes from a smuggled in phone. So it happens. Never mind. I'm gonna let you have I mean it too. can happen. I would just prefer I, I would just, prefer a Christmas miracle that she's out same, and we just don't know yet. Yeah. <laughs> I, I hope we get to see Cell too, not over a prison prison FaceTime though. Yeah, I don't I don't want that either. If we're gonna see Lonnie, I think Lonnie should be there. And <laughs> What what do you guys think brings Mike back? Do you think it's Jennifer's Jennifer. intervention? Yeah, yeah, it's got to be everything that happens with the crash. I think the crash what? is sometime during November sweeps. Yeah, because yeah, it looks likely. like it looks like it all happens on election day. It's the it's- second time Dixie and got, I mean Jennifer and got <laughs> and hopped behind the wheel. <laughs> Who is that in the sling at... Um, That's Nicole. Yeah. Nicole, I so, so I'm guessing she's in the car with EJ when the when the crash happens. Ooh. But I guess... Not even can... on cap. I thought Rafe shot her. I, <laughs> I guess we can discuss this more when we get to, like... Yeah, favorite. we'll discuss that more when we get to the favorite part of the promo. I still got a few more <laughs> casting announcements to run through, so let me move on to the next thing. Uh, we've got Tanner Stein, Victoria Grace, and Lucas Adams returning as Joey, Wendy, and Trip as all three come to the main show from Beyond Salem this fall. I am excited that all three are coming back home. I'm not. Yeah, because if it was like one Yo. or the other, I was going to be kind of pissy. 
I was. Joel. I'm excited about two of them. Yeah, <laughs> Joey could have stayed all over there. Like, I'm sorry, I don't give a fuck about Joey. So. Like, I don't mind him, but like, I, I I need you to get out. Don't 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 get in my way. Get out the way. Listen. Well, see, jo- my thing with Joey is I'm gonna have to go through that whole settling process again. <laughs> <laughs> uh-uh. Uh-uh. No, I get it. Jo- Joey and Trip needed to be home be home because Kayla's dying. Like it would yeah. be very weird if yeah, one of her boys sense. was not there. I don't disagree with that statement. I'm just only excited about seeing one, one of them. them. Not, but, okay. but also I don't <laughs> and I think with Trip coming back, I don't know where Ava's hallucinate well, hallucinations. I say that in quotations, but her seeing Jake and then her thinking she's going crazy again. I wonder if if that's ever going to be discussed with Trip coming home. I don't well, think I don't, so. I think they're I don't gonna know pull if, it back once they realize that it was Stephanie. It was Stephanie. Yeah. I don't think it's gonna be discussed. I think that's gonna be motivation for her to go after EJ and part of what causes the crash. Because the scene in the promo of 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 Xander talking in the square, it looks like it's Ava in a wig, and they're talking about getting revenge. The only thing I can guess at this point is that they're trying to get revenge on EJ and they kidnap Susan. Okay, so that was Susan screaming in the car. Yeah, I, yeah. I, was, I was so but, lost. Like, why is Susan there? But question: Why would um? What Xander? What, yeah, Xander? I was gonna say why Xander wanting revenge. Maybe, maybe Told something will happen. Fall. Exactly. <laughs> maybe something happens in the next few weeks that will that will make that make sense. I know you can't still I, be mad about that ass whooping. That was like six months ago. Stand <laughs> up. And more the money. And yeah, maybe he finally gets this. a job because he's but unemployed right now. Ava, I swear, even <laughs> a wig for a minute, I, I thought that was Jennifer. So did I. That's why I, I literally posted. That's why I posted the picture and went, who the hell is this? Because I didn't know who the fuck it was. Excuse me, who the fuck it was. I had no clue. I was like, why is Jennifer plotting with Xander? <laughs> <laughs> my original thought was still she on the bath salt <laughs> no lie my original thought was how stoned is she <laughs> Jesus Christ I cannot I can't alright well we got one more return to announce before we go into our favorite parts of the whole promo uh, Kyle Lauder returns as Rex to help cure Kate Marlena and Kayla of uh oh the... screw <laughs> i will say this if no, they actually remember if they actually remember that rex is supposed to be smart i will allow it yeah yeah so, because and... remember he 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 grew up under rolf so mm-hmm. to speak so it would make the most sense to bring him in to try to counteract this Rex is a super genius, so he should be able to figure this out. I just don't trust the show to write. Yeah, they forget well. that. It, yeah. That's the thing. Like they, yeah, <laughs> they he forget is, that a lot. But it's he, it's gonna be interesting. To be very smart. So like, and I love fine with that. I love that we're kind of running back this story on the 25th anniversary of it happening because it was 25 years ago, um, this year that Roman returned and we did the whole thing with Roman dying and. John needing to go into the jungle to find the flower to cure him. And it looks like we're kind of revisiting that with Marlene and Kate and Kayla. And I'm kind of excited about that. Who are they going to sing to get this orchid? Hold on. Who is they going to sing? Hopefully somebody uh, under 40. Kristen already has the orchid. Ralph gives it to her. So the or- orchid's yeah, already that, in Salem. Isn't that what she had at the end of the promo? Or Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. What was everyone's be- favorite moment from the big fall promo? 
before we move into our headlines. Sarah, why don't you kick us off? Um, (laughs) I don't have a favorite moment per se. I I like that we're getting a lot of new old faces. Uh, My only worry is with everyone coming back, that further balloons the cast. And I just hope that there's story for everyone and people aren't just there as decoration. That's a good point. Good point. Ari, what about you? What's your favorite part? I mean, the whole promo kind of, there's a few things I don't like in the promo. Um, For instance, I do like the gowns, um, but I I mean, I do like them because I thought like Nicole's gown was gorgeous. Gabby looked gorgeous, but the wedding and everything they're doing to Lee at this point, no, no, thank you. I want to beat folks with a monkey wrench over that. There's I couldn't a, even enjoy the proposal. Yeah. yeah. There's a few things I don't really care for. I don't remember them at, at the spot right now. But overall, I'm looking forward to most of it. Like, I've been, I've been wanting some real action on the show. And we're finally getting that with the car crash. And that got me really hyped. And of course, seeing Eli with the twins back made me so excited for Christmas because I I miss Ilani. I want them back. I'll take whatever I can get until we get them fully back. And I also I'm, I'm curious to see why Mike's back. So overall I this promo kind of got me really excited again for the show. Dylan, what about you? Uh definitely seeing Eli with the twins the car crash because I really want to know who goes oh like I, I know that they won't do it but wouldn't it be a gag if it's Susan please See, let I, it be Susan I'm hoping she she tucks and rolls out of the car before it goes over the cliff die <laughs> Susan die that like, is my- <laughs> how, yeah, I don't think that would that. I don't think it would but just imagine how much story that would fuel so like that got Dylan, don't get all that shit over. Susan. I will not <laughs> let you get my hopes up. <laughs> and also, can I just say that, like, I don't know what kind of out on the stroll cosplay they were doing, but Kayla looked fucking amazing. She's yeah, what, in that. Okay. Do we have any idea so what good. that was about? Like, I don't know what they're doing, but I'm here they're, for it. They're standing in the cheating heart, it looks like. And I don't know what the hell they're doing, but I'm here for it. She looked good. Oh, and the Eric Cole stuff. Like, give it Oh, yes. Oh, they look gorgeous. Listen, do they, we think that Jada is pregnant? Absolutely, yes. Jada's pregnant. And I just I want her to be pregnant she because she Eric deserves she a child that's his. Down Whether the stairs, <laughs> she goes, she goes. Down the stairs, she goes. <laughs> Michael, I know you, you've always said if someone faints, they're either sick or pregnant. <laughs> but I'm going to need Eric to have his own biological children so if I don't, don't want to be right Holly's fraternity either. But I actually thought she was pregnant. Listen, I'm I'm not gonna hold y'all. I don't. She's black. They're not gonna let her get pregnant. Yeah, like I'm just on. I'm not gonna hold. They're not gonna let her give birth to a baby, a Brady child. I don't see no black Brady's running. I just don't see it. I don't see it. 
Fair. I don't see the vision. That's actually true. <laughs> that is my agenda. Eric's but first mind. child, his his only. His well, only. Holly was right there, and they dropped they they fumbled the bag. So I just I don't see it. Well, again, I mean, and if she is, I don't it, see it surviving. Mm-mm. Yeah, I don't see the baby living either, but I do think she's pregnant. I don't know what to think. I, I'm cautiously optimistic. I'm cautious. Right? <laughs> you're cautious. You're not, <laughs> not optimistic. <laughs> well, well, y'all, let's get into the story. Yeah. I'm just gonna say my favorite my favorite part was the the crash because we actually got like a crash with an actual explosion. It actually looked Finally. like they spent money. Is that and peacock I'm just like, money? I don't know if that's peacock money or new season money, but either way, thank you for the money boost. <laughs> Can we get some music too? Please, God. You're asking for too much. Okay. <laughs> don't care. We're talking about music. I wouldn't mind them saving the music budget until Beyond Salem 3 so we can get some Listen, Beyonce. if we could get tonight, I celebrate no, my love Beyonce for Beyond Salem. Beyond Salem, not Beyonce. I, <laughs> I thought he said Beyonce first. As well. They can't afford that. <laughs> All right. But then we can we get some Celine. For we can't Beyonce. even get Solange. We don't even have right? Solange. We don't have solo money. But if we can get Celine Beyond. For um the Beyond Salem three for Mike and Carrie that would be very grand for me. Who and who? Okay, we are now moving into our headlines. <laughs> things that will actually happen. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> and first things first, Sunny has been stabbed, and it looks like it was Abby's killer who did it. Chad is convinced it's Leo after finding him over Sunny's body. Leo runs before the cops could find him and tries to clear his name by sneaking in to see Sunny and getting Sunny to remember what happened that night. Okay, so I'm going to go first because I really don't give a fuck about this story. But Sonny being discovered behind the desk was a key. I have. <laughs> Them two feet behind the desk had him looking like the Wicked Witch of the East had me howling. Oh and I'm, now became your new favorite reaction gift to you in the group chat. I didn't notice that when it first aired. Then you see that damn picture in the group chat and I screamed. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I was definitely going to notice that. I was shocked y'all didn't say anything about it. <laughs> I, but, I, I just, I don't really care because I just want, I'm over it. Like, this yeah, tells killed her. Sign it into a push pen <laughs> did not help the case because we was already wandering on the story anyway. Like at this we'll point, say the we, stabbing did help me care again because I was wandering too, but the stabbing did kind of like say, okay, wait, if they're connecting this and Abigail's murder, who the fuck did it? Because I'm completely at a loss now. Because wow. I honest, I honestly thought they were going to throw Shin under the bus and say that Shin killed Abby because Abby went down to the tunnels to investigate why the hell get, why the hell Leah would have been in her house, saw Stefan, and then because Lee has the lab under surveillance, by the time she got back up to her bedroom, there Lee was waiting for her, and that's how she died. That's where I thought we were going. You know something? The most important thing you just said, was who the fuck killed Abigail? <laughs> and that's exactly why I stopped caring because I don't care who killed Abigail anymore. I don't. Because you wasted my time for months at this point. 
that if it rumor win, you should have kept that shit on we are not discussing that rumor no we won't, we won't discuss it but i don't know what rumor you're talking about oh, me either man. we'll, talk, we'll, we'll talk about it we'll talk about it off air <laughs> oh you talking about the head thing no no, no. <laughs> That's what I thought too, but if, if it if, just doesn't make any sense. If I thought that because she's leaving in October, so I thought, oh, maybe that's who kills but it just doesn't make sense because yeah. why would she kill Abby? Right. And even even if she wanted to get revenge against Leah, which is a completely believable thing. Yeah. Murder and attempted murder is not how she would do it. But then I'm thinking, what what if Clyde did it for her? Uh Clyde didn't We've do it because Clyde has an already. alibi. Exactly. But we he doesn't Clyde have an alibi has a video. Sunny. Clyde, yeah, he doesn't have an alibi for Sonny, but if they're saying that the the person who killed, who stabbed Sonny and the person who killed Abigail are the exact same person, if he didn't kill Abigail because he has an ironclad alibi, a video yeah. proof of standing on the dock fishing, which you does cannot just, he, dis- he does. Ro- no, okay, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, but that can be Luke. Not it just wasn't. that, they, we're they, assuming, they we're literally said in on... dialogue that they have footage of him standing at the docks and going all the way back to Ben's. And not leaving, they they have footage accounting for his every movement. He but has he an alibi. Hire someone to kill her. So, but I can I say who I think it is? Go ahead. I think it is Ava. I don't know why. Ava. Yeah, I mean, and so what's her thing with Sunny? We're getting into like we're getting into like okay, now you're gonna have to come up with some yeah. Some bullshit, yeah. Work. Exactly, and but that's the why thing is, that's that's at what this, this point it might just be Johnny and Allie. <laughs> at, at this point, I don't think it's Ava because I'm pretty sure Sunny's stabbing and the board meeting were happening at the exact same time. Oh, that's true. Um, so I, yeah. maybe it's Susan. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, at this point, I don't give. A- yeah, I don't, I, know where, I don't know where they're they're going. And it's like, I, and and that's the thing. It's like, it's I'm terrified of given who going. it is. Charlotte, like it's <laughs> no, like we given who Abigail is, we should care. We should care. Yeah, and like y'all have just drained every ounce of good interest that I had in the murder part of in the who done it part of this story out of me because like i i have never thought that it was leo leo is a lot of things but a murderer that that's and a reach also, it's a reach and even sunny said that and also the moment after we saw leo like after abby was killed we saw leo looking terrified like that convinced me from the get-go that Leo yeah. was not. Yeah. I was convinced he saw her body, but didn't actually kill her. Listen, I'm still I have not, not been paying attention. Uh, unfortunately, Gwen did not do it because, again, if Sunny and Abby's things are connected, she was at the prison talking to Chad at the time that Sunny was stabbed. And she guess did not. What? If that yeah. estimation was on sale, I still wouldn't buy it. <laughs> <laughs> it it's just... No, but that's the thing. That's what we're led to believe that they're connected. But what if that's a red herring and they're actually not? I but mean, it was this. It, that's what they're we're... making it look like. 
we're led to believe that it was the same knife that stabbed him and killed her. So I don't know. And that's a bunch of bullshit too. Anybody yeah. who watches Murder, She Wrote, <laughs> Dave Line, <laughs> Matt Lock, all them shows. Okay, who would have a motive? One knife as a murder weapon. Who would have a motive to kill, uh, try to kill Sonny? Will. Honestly, I honestly I'm terrified of where this is going and I don't want this to be true, but he's already bastardized this character so much I fully see it happening. But again, what if it's Craig? What what motive no. for Sonny for trying to kill Sonny? I don't Sonny, Sonny was Sonny was Sonny the one exposed. Sonny yeah. was the Sonny one who blew up the wedding with Abigail. Like I don't want this to be true, but at this point. It might be Eve. Hey, I, <laughs> they throw under the bus for everything else. <laughs> I mean, I see where you're coming from with that, but if Ron does that, like, oh, well, I'm going to be livid if Ron already. Does that. Mm, already, I have all the smoke for this man. If he, oh no, you know what? I'm not going to believe that he's going to do that. I, I I'm still. My expectations are low. (laughs) (laughs) I'm still hoping for Clyde. I don't care what they've said. I'm still on. I just want them to make it make sense. That's all. Just just on a live Clyde, please. Uh, (laughs) Me, yeah. I just. I wish it were Clyde, but it's not. I never know. I don't know what they're trying to do with the story, and it's about everything that it shouldn't be about. That part. Yeah. I will say, pivoting back to Sonny's stabbing, um, I did love Wally Kurth's performances and yes. you know, yes. dealing with the aftermath of like what happened to Sonny and then Will coming home and the Will and Chad stuff. Like I loved all of that. Me too. Yeah. They had me cussing at my TV. I was like, give Justin his baby back, you bastards. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Wally said, oh, oh, I got to come to work today. Bet. <laughs> I felt then so we got some busting scenes out of this. So I'm very <laughs> pleased with this. And they even care about Sonny and and Alex and Justin as a unit. And I'm nervous. Yeah, and that was the thing too. <laughs> like th- this happening to Sonny also gave Alex some depth because it's been a little bit lacking. Yeah. So uh-huh. far, um, and you could see that like the one thing that makes Alex a human being is how much he loves his brother. And that yeah. was very evident from the minute that Sonny got stabbed. Because even like, and I know we didn't recap last week because we took the holiday off, but like the last scenes that Alex and Sonny had before Sonny got stabbed, when he, just just the way he said, you know, like he said something like, I love you, little brother, or like, you know, I love you, right? And it was just that moment hit me in my feels, especially knowing that that was likely going to be the last time they saw each other before he got shot, you know, before he got stabbed. And Can he then, say, I love you, you big dummy? Yeah, something like that. I knew it was something. Yeah. And it was just, it, it made me go, aw. And then even like the look on his face on Friday when he got to the hospital, it looked like for a hot second that he thought that Sonny might have actually been gone. And then like when he was blaming himself on Monday with Victor and he's because like he sent, he basically sent Leo. I mean, he, you know, he told Leo to go away and Leo went right to Sonny. And next thing they knew he was stabbed. So it was, it just, it, <sighs> As much as parts of the story are frustrating me, there were parts of the story that I also really enjoyed too. And I just, yeah. I don't know where this story is going, but can we get there quickly? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, please. Also, like it in the promo, it's very clear that when the, when we find out who killed Abigail, like 
Chad's first reaction is to kill them, what? which... Oh, I do have to say, Chad looks so fine in that promo with that gun. Yeah, <laughs> he does. I'm not going to lie. But that also made me think that it was... It, it, it made me think about who could possibly... I mean, because I think he's going to be pissed no matter... Obviously, he's going to be pissed no matter who it ends up being that killed that killed her. He's but very I, much Liam Neeson and taken at this point. <laughs> but I, <laughs> I don't really... I don't you know if, my wife. I don't know if that the killer was female, if his reaction would be to shoot with a gun, if that makes sense. I think I it would know. be. He's he's still I think it breathing. depends on who it is. Well, I think his reaction, he was ready yeah, to Yeah, I think it yeah. depends on who it is too because I think he his reaction very is very gentle gonna, with Sarah. Yeah, I think his reaction is gonna is is basically a whatever. It's it's basically hinting at who it is. It's probably somebody that he already hated. Clyde. That's what I thought. <laughs> but I yeah, this we story can't have nice things at all. This story Ooh. needs to wrap up because I it's not about what it should have been about. And yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna touch on that when we talk about the next thing. It's but yeah, but I see that Chad is a terrible, terrible, terrible husband. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Even in death. <laughs> All right. Well, we're just going to leave that on the playground and move right into our next thing. That's what they it, need to do with the children, by the way. But we can oh move Oh, my on. gosh. <laughs> All right. We are moving right along. <laughs> it is revealed that Jen has been struggling since Laura died, and Abby's oh. death has pushed her over the edge, and she's been using again. But annoyed. Has she been using again? Because it kind of came across that... um. She was about to use. Yeah, yeah, but, but she's never been struggling with the the idea of using again. That's enough already. Yeah, is, and but it, soap it, it, the kinda... soap opera digest article made it sound like she was using and it just has just been covering this whole time. I think so she I, was higher than hell. I, I, I felt like spoilers kind of <laughs> kind of like made it sound like she was using already. But when we got to the scenes, like she has been struggling and like. Like she wanted to take pain away and all of that, but she hadn't been using up until that point. So do we think that finding out who did kill Abigail is going to be the thing that pushes her into starting to use? Yeah. Honestly, I think I, Jack I think she's it. already yeah, I think, I think she she's was, already there. she was very much high during Sarah's underwear. Yeah. I think yeah. what pushed her over the edge was Jack hiring that lawyer. Yeah. Lawyer. Because I, and I, I, I even said this regardless like, on if he believed she he believes that she did it or not he shouldn't have did that yeah because when you think about it yeah when you think about it jen is grieving alone because chad chad is grieving i mean they can they can lean on each other but they're both grieving um jj went back to south africa and then you have fucking chad i mean not chad you said it right jack no you have jack (laughs) over there not even supporting his wife grieving because his daughter continues to do fuck shit and and then he's there supporting her and And she can't even she's not only repressing her grief she's repressing her true feelings about Gwen. exactly and so that would lead anybody who struggles with any kind of substance abuse to relapse because She's not getting any support from anywhere. And if she has to, if she feels like she has to hold it together yeah. for the kids, for Chad, for Jack, 
who's holding, who's helping her hold it together. And exactly. also, if we think about it, like Jennifer has gone through a lot of losses these last two years. Yeah. Let's not forget father, she's grieving her child for a second time. Yeah. But also like her, she lost her father two years ago, her mother and her daughter. That is a lot. And what I hate the most about this story is like, why as an audience have we not seen Jennifer struggle through this addiction? It's just like, oh yeah, she's potentially relapsed. And that's the thing with Ron. Like Abby's death has not even been about her family and the people who love her. It's been about about everything else. Exactly. And Billy warned us. He said it, he said it in an interview. He said which that is this is exactly what the to, story was going to be about. Which is fine to have that as like a peripheral story where it's a whodunit, but like really focus on the people that are affected by this, by her dying. And now we have to find out Jen is possibly using again, or she's thinking about using again when she gets caught by Maggie. Like the, this is a story that they could have been telling, but... And they should have been telling. You have to worry about who who stabs Sunny. I said I we we talked about this off air in the group chat. Um, you know, it it it's coming off very much like Ron did not know that this um addiction was a thing that she had, and that they suddenly remembered. So now they're writing it in. That's exactly uh, how it's coming across. It's, it's super frustrating because you guys mention this all the time, even with other stories. The the story is never about who it's supposed to be about and you know especially with the whole Lonnie Lonnie's paternity and all these things while it was supposed to be about Lonnie it ended up being about Paulina more than anybody else and it's just like why can't the people who are at the center of the issue be the actual focus of the storytelling it's frustrating yeah I will say Katie McLean is going to kill this oh for sure yeah. Like, I'm very excited to see her rack up yet another Emmy for the show. Her, her like, it's I'm, it's going to be amazing to watch. It's an interesting full circle moment in a weird way. What's coming with this crash? Because the crash that killed Daniel is what started her substance abuse issues. And now she's going to be driving under the influence and potentially killing somebody likely Ava. It's just a very weird full circle moment. Yeah. Yeah, it's a hot mess. <laughs> it's a hot mess, but it's a hot mess. I'm excited to like see how it all plays out. Yeah, I, I'm excited to see how this plays out too. Um, I think the promo, the promo was exciting. But like I said, I'm just cautiously optimistic because we've been disappointed many a time. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah. Do we have anything else to add on to uh, Jennifer's possible addiction or can we move into our next thing? Let's move along. All right. Marlena, Kayla, and Kate celebrate being home while Jada tries to wrap her head around what happened and demands to know the, why the cops were not called. Orpheus visits Rolf and it's revealed that the danger has not passed. He has infected them with something that will kill them. What did we think of this latest twist? Listen, Jada uh, Hunter, I love you because she was dragging them. She said everything that needed to be said. Yeah, she wasn't wrong. She was Nothing not. Nothing she said was wrong. And I'm glad, like, 
they love to play heroes while putting themselves and like the loved ones in danger. So she was completely right. Like, why didn't you guys call the cops? I don't know if she mentioned this or maybe I made this up in my head. But did she say anything about like they're too old to be doing that type of stuff? It was implied, but she didn't straight out say it. And now while I enjoy watching John Black save Marlena, sir, you are not a, a spring chicken anymore. Please take several seats. And and why do they not call the cops? Because because the show has a fetish <sighs> for them saving one. Like and Jada is the only cop in that town doing her job because yeah. We know Rafe ain't doing shit. And we then to- we have Sean D. Oh, I know you guys didn't recap the last week, but Sean, you know what? Yeah. <laughs> Sean, Sean needs to get away from Bell. Thank you. Yeah. He's down bad, and I feel bad Very for Very much so, and I'm not a fan of that. I, I love Shell, but this last story has made me not be a fan of them currently and i think sean deserves better but they're not gonna do it or they're sean not gonna needs to be hoeing around to like like right? his wife honestly. because that that man deserves better honestly even if they're going to eventually i mean they have now but even if they were going to eventually put sean and bell back together like let sean have his fun without any judgment without any worry about what bell is doing like, I, I, let there be a story about him, not about everybody else. Like, I agree. He's a fucking legacy child of three families. Why is he? Why is he down bad like that? Because they don't they don't care about Sean. I wish that wasn't the case, but that's that's what what's happening. And I uh, I don't know. I just I just want better for Sean. Going back to the story at hand, I will say I enjoyed watching um kind of marlena and john just kind of having a moment together of course the more moments they had throughout the episode i was literally just watching going we have not seen this level of romance with them since right before shoot the bride whatever's coming next is about to decimate our souls marlena said traction for me when john pulled out the lube (laughs) marlena said my neck my back (laughs) <laughs> I said, sure oh did. no I do not want to see the old elders pulling out loose she sure uh-uh. did Marlena and John are having the sex those 20 year olds need to be having you're not wrong <laughs> yeah, no, the 20 year olds are having the sex yeah. too I mean they uh, where? but we need they're more sex domesticated. they're not okay they might be having the sex but they're having that like we've been married for 40 years sex whereas Marlena and John are having like I'm still still keeping it kinky yeah <laughs> new young love sex i would i would be very concerned if two women in their 20s had to pull out lube but anyways <laughs> i see what you're saying <laughs> god they are like, so cute they are like the like the strawberry like it was just so quintessentially them and i loved every then, and even like even the celebrations with Kate and Roman and Kayla and Steve, it felt very true to those couples. And I just kept watching going, whatever's coming is going to hurt, going to hurt and it is going to hurt very badly because we have we have not seen couples this calm and this happy 
since shit, yeah. but except right before shit's about to go down. I will say though, I found it hilarious when like all of them were sneezing because I it did not I didn't look find like, that. I did not find that hilarious. That triggered the fuck out of me. I, um, I just I found it hilarious because I, it didn't. The acting was not hitting right. Yeah, I, I heard them sneezing, and I was like, I automatically like because of everything going on in the real world. I was like, oh no, 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 this is bad. And I found- like. I didn't actually think we were running back the orchid story from 1997 at first. I actually thought they were going to say that Rolf um, manufactured COVID. That's where I thought this was going at first. Thank God they didn't do that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, one thing I am looking forward to, though, in the story playing out is um, Roman getting some story. Because I feel like Roman for a very long time I'd say up until the last year or so, he's just been there for like major events and he's just there as making the his clan runs show. the pub. Yeah. yeah. And I but feel there... like he hasn't had like genuine story, even as a supporting. He's had nothing. He's just there. He's they're literally yeah. about if they play this the way I think they will, they're about to set him up to be the hero of the entire story. Because Michael, because Michael, if you remember they needed Stefano's blood in order to stabilize the cure after they got the stuff from the flower. Yeah. So in order to be able to stabilize the cure for them, they're going to need Roman's blood too. Cause he's the only other person currently alive who has um, battled this toxin and won. But Dylan, Nick, what do you guys think? You guys have been pretty quiet this segment. Um, beautiful girls. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, it happened. It, it, I felt like Jada felt y'all too old to be doing this bullshit. Yeah, exactly. Um, but and she's not wrong. Yeah, they, we need some younger villains with new plans. <laughs> I yeah. agree. With and you. I think that's my problem. Like, no tea, no shade, no pink lemonade. Um, I don't think for a minute that any of them are actually in danger. That I mean, they're all obviously not going to be. So, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no. I that that I feel about this the way I feel about any time they give Sonny Corinthos a quote unquote rival over there on General Hospital. Yeah, I have run out of care when it comes to those stories because I already know how that's going to end. Yeah, there's, there's no, no stakes. there's no stakes. Yeah. So like I will enjoy the performances for what they are, but like I there's no reason for me to get like invested or like you know, they gonna be all right. <laughs> I mean that is true. You're not wrong. And I dragged the show. What was it? Two weeks ago for not balancing these type of stories out. And I, yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to this story. Like I said, but. Honestly, truly, this needs to be the last time they have these type of damsel in distress story where the hero saves the day and blah, blah, blah. Like, give this to the younger generation, balance it out or something else. Like, we've done this for 40 years with these characters. I'm Let's tired. move on. <laughs> I'm like, Dylan said, like Dylan said it, like, she said it well. There's no stakes. We know the outcome. They're gonna survive and like move along, and that's that. So, 
even if the story is going to be good and enjoyable and blah 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 we've yeah. done this already but yeah I, and also i feel like it's kind of a disservice to these characters to only like dust them out for a big story and use them then but then like for the remainder of the year like they're they're barely on screen like that's true in terms of john but kate roman and marlene and marlena Marlena, no marlena have has been airing but she has not been airing with characters she should be airing with it's it's been very it's been weird with her as well this year so i I need them to plan these stories or plan like bigger stories that runs through the entire year and they use different characters and don't focus on the older generations, older generation carrying these like heavy stories, balance it out because it's getting it's getting repetitive. I know Marlena; she has not she has not been sick for years, and I know she hadn't been kidnapped for years. And that's not my point. I'm just saying let's rotate this to the younger characters. Create more. Don't take the younger generation villains away. Like give them villains, like yeah, have. because they don't have any. They don't have any young villains. They don't. They need, to, they need to create some. So that's kind of why we end up having, like, the vets having these type of stories because they still keep their villains around. But yeah, I I'm with Dylan on this one. That is like we we know the outcome. So and we've done this so many times. It should have been. I'm still looking forward to the story. I am too. I am too. But it should have been like Belle, for instance, who's been kidnapped, or and maybe I don't know, not Chloe, but it's like other characters. Belle and Chloe would have worked. Brady and Sean coming to the rescue. Yeah, worked. Still, John's kid. One is Marlena's kid. One is Bo and Hope's kid. Like. They the Brady the people that were involved or cared about the story still could have been involved exactly. It just should have focused on the next generation. Yeah, but it's still like overall, like Tony, I get you. Like it's still overall uh, an enjoyable story, but they should have done it differently because we we know the outcome. We know there's barely like there's barely any stakes, and we've done this so many times with the vets. We need to balance better. And that's why I get like Dylan's point of view. Yeah, like Orpheus, I would not put it past Orpheus to kidnap Marlena and John's child to torture them. Yeah, because he's <laughs> he's typically all about the torture and not the like, oh, I'm gonna kill Marlena instantly. Well, he he wants to torture John. He wants to torture. Yeah, him. but his method of torture because his wife was killed is to go after the loved ones of. Yeah. So their daughter would have worked. Exactly. Right there. She's right there. Oh well. I do I do think this is gonna end up being Orpheus's last stand, however. Because it, it's it's feeling very final. Yeah, it's feeling very final. Ever since they brought Roman into it, which honestly makes way more sense now since we're running back his intro story from 97 for the second half of this story. But ever since they actually connected the Roman Orpheus thing, which they haven't done in a long time i'm like okay this feels like this might be the last time we see orpheus i wouldn't be opposed to yeah that. <laughs> neither would i like can, like hopefully his death will will take this time because like last time we saw him die in front of marlena yeah. and he still wound up coming back so 
Hopefully, if he dies, his death will stick. But transitioning to a death that did not stick, uh, as Stefan wakes up, Gabby and Lee get engaged, and Ava sees Stefan, believes it's Jake, and believes she is losing her mind again. Johnny is there to support her, much to EJ's dismay, and Johnny and Ava share a kiss. What did we think about all this mess? Um, Beautiful gowns. EJ's a bastard. Kristen's um, a mess. That's nothing new. Um. <laughs> no, literally nothing new, but just hilarious to observe. I'm tired of her. Me too. Uh, Gabby and Lee, I enjoyed those scenes, but I'm also annoyed at the fact that they had to throw him under the bus because they didn't need to. <sighs> so frustrating yeah their proposal played a lot better than i thought it was going to i'm really glad that she played the proposal confused and like it came out of left field for her because it did for the audience too and they very rarely play it like that like they just have them be happy about it and just say yes but they actually had a whole conversation about what they thought their relationship was what it had turned into and then she made it very clear that she's not over stefan but she's going to open her heart to him and said yes and i actually really liked the way that that played like to me she could have said she's not over Stefan, but what was the point of saying yes well Stefan supposedly isn't coming back as far as she concerned so she- yeah but she knows she doesn't love the man so what is yeah, the but- point of saying yes to marrying him true it's like i, I mean it's, her, it's her in character for, for gabby because remember she almost got married to eli and she was like still in love with Stefan, but we were supposed to believe she actually loved Eli. Apparently, Eli had a history because there was a point where they did care about each other. True, whether it's love or not, I mean that's debatable based on the fandoms. But they did care. (laughs) I mean, they they did did care about each other, and they had a genuine relationship until all of that stuff with David Abraham came out, and then it went downhill from there. Um, so with Eli and and Gabby, for me, it's it's easy to see why she said yes to marrying him because the feelings could have come back. Yes, she wasn't over Stefan, but there was a there was very real possibility that the feelings could have come back. And so that makes sense for me, whether I liked it or not. <laughs> but with with Lee, it just doesn't make sense. She, did, she didn't have to say yes. She could have acknowledged everything she acknowledged, but she could have said, you know, while I appreciate this proposal, it's not the right time for us. But I also think she didn't admit it, but I also think part of it, part of the reason she said yes was the power that he holds and that she wants to be able to consolidate so the power. The power. Yeah, that, I, could, I think- It feels espe- like she okay. said yes out of convenience. Especially coming off of the scenes with EJ. Or yeah. did EJ happen after? No, EJ, yeah. EJ happened, happened before. before. Coming off of the scenes with EJ, knowing that EJ is coming for her job, like the best way for her to strengthen her position at this point is to marry onto the board. Like, for lack of a better term, marry onto the board. So, it, and I think yeah. that's her motivating factor for saying yes, even though she kind of played like it wasn't. I 100% believe that it was. Anyway, we know that wedding's not going to go anywhere. Do they ever? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> apparently, apparently we actually get to the wedding stage, which I wasn't sure we would. Well, we got to the wedding stage with Gabby and Eli's wedding. No, but I didn't I didn't see Lee and Gabby's wedding actually getting to the altar. Gabby because she jumps in 
and does things without thinking them through. And like it's very obvious here. She well, she's not I over. Do, yeah, whatever happens with this Stefan storyline, I do think it comes to a head at the wedding. I have a feeling Stefan is gonna interrupt it. Either that or she's gonna walk away. Cause like the look on her face when she's standing there does not look like a woman who actually wants to be there. Yeah, she did not look happy at all. But she had a gorgeous gown on. <laughs> yeah, I loved the veil. <laughs> I'm just saying, she the gown was gorgeous, the veil was gorgeous. But I'm not also, feeling story. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Also, as much as I enjoy the chemistry and the potential of Johnny and Ava, his behavior with her is a little feels a little forced yeah. i'm like you haven't even slept with her yet you, you didn't yeah you shared your first kiss this friday but like you're doing all of this this it just feels weird it, it it does feel weird and it feels like he's angry at ej for something and it has more to do with something else and less to do with ava like it feels like he's defending ava to stick it to his father but i can't figure out what he's angry about i know what i want it to be about but i don't actually think that days would have the balls to go there i mean i think i hope they don't if for the when that comes out it needs to be very straightforward in our face i don't want to find out that johnny found out about his conception while he was possessed and he's just hasn't said anything yeah. that would piss me that, off <laughs> yeah it wouldn't make sense for johnny because johnny johnny doesn't hold his honest yeah his he's reactionary he would he would immediately say something the moment yeah. he knew so i'm just trying to figure i'm trying to like i enjoy them i, I think they would be hot i'm just trying to figure out why is the, why he's so protective of ava like just give him some point of view explain it to me like i'm four because (laughs) right now it doesn't make sense and also too we clearly know that johnny and ava aren't going to last because they based on the promo seem to be pivoting him to wendy and i'm pissed about that because can trip have a win please right i apparently i wonder i mean I wonder if he actually is going to have a win and that's what the the fight was about. Like when we saw the smaller promo and the punch was in there, I had assumed that he blamed him for some, whatever happened to Ava. And that's what that punch was about. But then with the extended promo and the introduction of Wendy, I'm like, well, maybe they're fighting over Wendy. And I actually think that trip does have a chance of winning Wendy because that's actually his strongest chemistry. I actually don't think she's going to end up with Trip because remember what she said on Beyonce, I'm not going to come in between two brothers. So I think she and Johnny are actually becoming becoming an item later, later on. Um, I actually think he's going to, Trip is going to punch Johnny because of Ava. Yeah, that was my first thought when I saw the the one minute version of the promo. And then when the two minute version entered the chat, I was a little, I was a little confused on what the motivations were going to be, but um, yeah. How did we feel about the Ava Johnny kiss? Did it feel like, I mean, the actual kiss itself, it seemed a little weird to me. Like I thought I would enjoy it more when the kiss finally happened because I was enjoying their banter and stuff up, like up to that point. And then the kiss happened. I was like, Oh, that didn't hit the way I wanted it. Yeah. I'm there with you because I was feeling Johnny and Ava and then this episode happened like the way johnny like nick said the way johnny has been acting with ava has been strange and it's kind of turned me off it's from them. actually 
to be honest, it's not even the way he acts with Ava. He when he he's dealing with Ava, he just seems like he's horny, and which is understandable. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's 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 the it's way the he, timing too. It's, it's the way he acts towards EJ in oh, regards okay. to Ava. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's the part that feels weird. Like, yeah, you've had your and, differences with your father, but you still do love him. Y'all got close again after the possession. Where's all this hostility coming from? And it, it's so random and such a turn. It feels like something shifted. I just don't know what or why. Because even in the scenes in the crypt, it felt like he was about to say something to him that had nothing to do with Ava. It feels like Ava represents to him the symptom of a larger issue with his father. I just can't figure out what that issue is. Maybe he needs to talk to Grandma Marlena after she gets better. <laughs> <laughs> Dylan, do you have anything to add here? I'm just like okay. I honestly, I just I don't have a lot of. Moving into in other news, we have Xander and Sarah get married with Gwen newly released from jail as an unintentional witness. Stephanie tries to convince Paulina to run for governor. Sparks fly between Rafe and Sloan as they look for Leo. Brady and Chloe prepare for Rachel's custody hearing. Sarah, I'm going to kick it to you first. What is your in other news pick? Sparks fly between Rafe and Sloan as they look for Leo. Yes. Um, <laughs> Nick mentioned this uh, a few a few episodes ago when Sloan was first introduced and he asked, did anyone else get the impression that Sloan and Rafe have a history? And I think I asked that question too. We both did because we were both on the same page. Somebody asked, somebody asked for sure. And I did get that impression. But from this last week's episode, I know, you know how they say the best way to get over, uh, uh, over someone is to get under someone else. Mm-hmm. will be getting under Sloan there. Listen, I was expecting him to get under her right there in that hotel room because it's not like, you know... Hotel not- room? I thought they were going to get it on at the station. Well, true, but... The I- way they were going back and forth, that was hot. Yeah, no, totally. Like, this is this is the first time Galen has had kept enough chemistry with somebody to make me pay attention in a minute. Uh... I actually have to disagree. I think the thing with with Rafe as a character, I, we know he's a trash character. And <laughs> <laughs> Nick actually says this all the time. It's not for a lack of chemistry because for many of the women, with the exception of maybe Hope, he's had chemistry with all of his partners, but the story is just trash. Yeah. And so it makes him so not rootable for and I will, I would never hope, wish any woman, <laughs> and I would never wish Rafe on any woman, but he has chemistry with them. It's just the story. Ron hates him. So <laughs> he doesn't even try. Yeah, it's yeah. very clear that he, he does not want. At the station, those looks they were giving each other, I was surprised he did not bend her over right then. And- I <laughs> I am the lone person of not feeling so right now. Maybe it's because of the actress, the way she says her sentences. It's just very frustrating to listen to. <laughs> yes, right. I said that. Like, no, 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 no. Like, stop 
no i said it like the week she debuted like that she felt a bit green maybe i should just give her time okay she's been around for a while now come on ariet it's been what she's been two weeks (laughs) she hasn't even been here a month (laughs) i mean like (laughs) it's long enough it's really no, it's not. not. It's really, it's really and not. I'm going to drag you the same way that I drag. No, but I'm just saying like certain people who will remain nameless that had a whole lot to say about Nicholas Chavez when he first showed up on General Hospital. That boy is eating, okay? It took no, but it took him a good 2 months to find his groove. And I'll give her uh, 2 months. And, I'll and give her two you months. haven't even given her 2 weeks. <laughs> yeah, because haven't even given her the two way weeks. She's Sorry, saying her it's, words it's just, over. It's, it's over. No, no, no. But no it's, it's like it took him a good 2 months to find his groove, and if you go back, don't take my word for it. Go back into the GH tag, go back into the into the Spencer Cassadine tag and look at how people were talking about him when he first debuted, how stiff he was, how green he was, how out of his depth he seemed, how they just didn't see it for him. He's, he's so a whole like y'all yeah now because guess what happened yeah he he's got a whole time winner now. Exactly. to grow into the role y'all don't want to give new people any time it'd be different if she was like a name coming from another show and yeah. she was familiar in this genre but she's had like what four episodes y'all don't give people time to adjust to this genre and days specifically because days taste faster than everyone else the thing is I don't think she, how do I say this? That makes sense. I don't think she would be a bad actress. It's just the way she says the words, like the way she forms her sentences. And uh, But again, comes, I think it's because she's not used to the speed yeah. in which they take yeah, it. And I, I get that. I get gets, that. But I also think, comfortable, the ha- I think she would be it'll much shift. better if she did not do, like say the words the way she does them. Cause she, I don't think she's terrible. I don't think that at all. Where like, is she from? Maybe she's trying to to mask her accent. She's, she's from, from Arkansas, Little Rock. She probably has a she probably she probably has an accent. accent. It, it, yeah, it's, it's, she's it's, probably trying to mask that. And like like Dylan said, she's new. We need to give her time. We need to give her grace because everything Dylan said about about Nicholas Chavez in that GH. In that GH tag, they were dragging that boy, and he's a whole Emmy winner today. So yeah, yeah. I mean, let's, let's give her some. I'm gonna give her, her time. time. Like she's literally I, had what five episodes. I don't think she's a bad actress. I just feel like it's giving very much how she thinks soap acting is, and if she got rid of that, I think she could be amazing. But it's very, it's very distracting to listen to. But that her, her debut was on August seventeenth. It hasn't even been a month yet. Uh, I'll give her another month. But if <laughs> I don't, no. But I, I'm just saying it's been almost a month. I'm giving another month. If I don't see improvement, I it, it, it's it's very well. The same the I, same thing I, happened I with with um, the actress that portrays Stephanie, and even Tony mentioned it. Yeah, on, she has on kind the of podcast. a mousy thing going on. Mentioned it on the podcast that she was very um, theatrical in her performance, or she was very over the top uh, in the way that that's what they think soap actors should be doing. 
but she's mellowed out since. And so I think she just needs time. And she probably does have a thick Southern accent and she's trying to mask that. So I kind of have, I kind of have annoyance with that, but it's not really the acting. But anyway, I'm, I'm not really feeling Sloan and Rafe either. I don't know what, I don't know what chemistry you guys are talking about, but I'm not seeing it. It's because your vision's cloudy. <laughs> yeah. Because no. Ray Charles could see that. No. <laughs> I, 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 Rafe is just there. So I, I don't know. Is it that you just don't care about Rafe? No, I don't hate Rafe. That's exactly, I think, what it is. No, I don't hate Rafe. He's just. Now that you hate him, you just don't care about him. I, 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 like every everything that's going to be attached to him, I, you're, it's going to be lackluster. So you like. Yeah. Hey. I don't like him in pairings. So I. And there we there go. There we go. Exactly. <laughs> I, I feel bad for Sloan. Like, no. Why? Why? I rather shh, let's, I rather said it this many than times. that than that theory about Jada and Jada. Ray. Let's Jada. Do- Jada. <laughs> let, let us not do that to my good sis. No, let's not. Sloan can no. take one for the team. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I don't know. She, he's not. He's not giving anything for me. And yeah, struggle with her acting a bit. I I, I don't see chemistry. All right. So what's, what hot. is your in other news pick? Oh wow. Um, I guess my in other news pick is Sander and Sarah get married with Gwen newly released from jail as an unintentional witness. I'm not a Xander and Sarah fan, but I am happy that they got married. I'm happy for the fans, but this wedding was not it. I don't even think their fans were happy except for the fact that they got married. Yeah, yeah it was very underwhelming. I, I just, I know we are not where the money resides. I know there are. <laughs> but you can still have like, a small I know wedding. And- there are, you know, restrictions and, and things that they're working around. I understand all of that. I just feel like for everything that they have been through, their wedding needed to feel special and like an event. And, and listen, we know that, that they can do small room weddings well because we saw it with Ben and Sierra. After everything that they had gone through, they got the small wedding that felt special and Xander and Sarah deserved the same and they didn't get it. I think this wedding was even worse um, than Eric and Nicole's wedding. And that says a lot because... Damn. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because that wedding, uh, I don't know, they, that wedding had no lead up, that oh, it was kind of rushed, they had it in the breed. I, I guess this wedding had no lead up either, it was literally, yeah, yeah, I'm, get, I'm getting there, <laughs> like this wedding had no lead up, it just, they got married, and I don't but mind. That, nah, I'll disagree there, because at least their wedding was about them. Yeah, yeah. Eric but and also, Cole's wedding was about oh, Sammy's Sammy. return. But also, both of these weddings had a character show up after the wedding, and it made more sense for um, the Eric Cole one. I, I'm kind of over seeing Gwen everywhere. Uh, she, she, all the, I know is they need to lock that door. Yeah. Because why, <laughs> why was it open? Why? Why? No, not even why was it open. How dare Gwen? What makes her like what gives her the gall 
like to the, just stroll into that house after the things she's done like the minute they were kissing she showed up and this is why I, i'm kind of saying like i don't mind seeing like i said during the top five i don't mind seeing interruptions before the wedding instead of after because like this bitch should not even be there i'm just it rubbed me the wrong way because they're playing Gwen as sympathetic. And yeah, you, that's the thing. Like when we she's got- done nothing to get that writing. Like y'all oh. have done, you haven't done anything to make us make her sympathetic. So why you've you done everything to make her more pathetic? And like, she was it, still the, looking pathetic. The, it just it just felt very rushed, and I got the feeling that this is another pairing Ron does not care for. I personally don't care for them at all. I don't like Sarah. I don't care for Xander anymore now, now that he's mellowed out, barely, like his villainy days are gone, which is fine, I guess. I don't know. Um, but I felt bad for the fans because this is the first time and this is how we do it. Okay. <laughs> Great gowns, beautiful gowns. <laughs> or not really. I don't, I wasn't a big fan. But anyway, <laughs> let's move on. <laughs> Jesus I mean, it was cute, but okay. No, but uh, congrats, but also, ee, I felt bad for you. <laughs> I'm not trying to drag. I'm not trying to drag. I just, At least they got married you? finally. No, but I, I'm not trying to drag them getting married. I'm happy for the fans. I don't care about the pairing. Ariette, that's the opposite of not trying to drag. <laughs> no, but I'm just saying, like, I'm happy for the fans, but I wish it would have done better for the fans they could have done more even as a non-fan like come on they just well the fans were happy with the little they did get i'm sure yeah Uh, the few Sarah fans that i've seen in my timeline were not like they were happy their ship got married (laughs) but the how it happened not so much well at least their ship got married yeah it's like at this point at least the ship is sailing (laughs) yeah because they're together I think it was the Gwen of it all that ruined it, which I kind of get because it would ruin a lot for me too. And that's the thing, like, even I tweeted this, am I supposed to feel bad for Gwen? Because I don't. Everything that Ron has done for us to muster up any kind of sympathy for Gwen has been overshadowed by all of the shit things that she continues to do. So she hasn't earned anything. She really hasn't. This wasn't, it wasn't necessary for her to show up. And her crying to Jack all the time, like, I'm sorry. Jack looks like a clown consoling you at this point. When she was so upset about the shoebox of pictures and all that (laughs) was in there was the picture of her and Xander, I was like, that's what you're upset about? Really? box of pain. (laughs) Jason Morgan. It was her laying in the middle of the bed. Like, girl. That too. I was like, what? (laughs) Please we don't stop. care. We don't care at all. I Nick, gonna... do you care about anything in this another news segment? Um, I don't really care about the story per se, but Stephanie entertains me. <laughs> so, I, her trying to convince Paulina to run for governor was entertaining. Um, the story itself, I don't know. Um, but I was entertained by those scenes. They were fun. Yeah. When Paulina was like, let's get a divorce, I'm like, girl. Just, I'm okay, yeah. very dramatic. Chill. Very much so. But yeah, that was 
it i'm i would have preferred this story had been about a but it's not surprising that it's not yeah and that's my problem is with it ever this show no that's why it's not surprising i should have i should have saw it coming like <laughs> that's because this is ron he was never gonna write for that man even though he should have and it is what it <sighs> is and the people that could make me care about the story aren't on screen mm-hmm. the only person that's there is chanel and they barely play her with them and Theo's away. Lonnie's in prison. The twins don't live here. Brandon's not here. I don't care. This is what what this actually is, is a plot point to expose yet another secret. This one having to do with Chanel. Okay. Specifically that kind of secret. I don't care about somebody that died off screen. Uh, Okay. Thank you. Honestly, I thought we went through this with the young and the restless and Adam Newman marking a man at like what 12 years. We don't care. We didn't Nick, see it. Didn't Nicholas Newman put a bitch in a wheelchair bef- the year before that and we never saw it? Like we don't <laughs> we didn't see it. I we don't know. care about characters from a past I did not see. I don't care. I are they did. Okay. I hope they had a nice funeral wreath. <laughs> <laughs> funeral wreath. So, <laughs> like, that's I, all I got for you. As much like, as I like Chanel, I just don't want to see this story. Tell it. You you put Ali and Chanel together. Write a story for them. And the thing too, like I'm all as much as I prefer Chanel with Johnny. That's another story. Like. Actually, Chanel should be single, seducing, and scheming because she is a city girl. That's how they introduced her. That's how they should have kept her. But they've domesticated her, and now they're turning her into a potential murderer? I don't know. And that's the other thing. Like, okay, I get it. We said we wanted some individual focus for Chanel. This isn't what we meant. why (laughs) Why does it have to be something from a past that we did not see? Yeah. yeah, build a story on screen so we can get invested in it. Like I'm just again, <sighs> great gowns, beautiful, beautiful gowns. I told you, Stephanie was the only entertaining part of it because I was like, also, oh, it's not about a. Okay, <laughs> you're just. I love Paulina, but I don't want to see her front and center every story. Me either. Yeah, because she's Jackie. She's gonna be. Yeah, but I. They need to balance it out. Well, they won't do that here. Well, at least they're not giving us these uh, down because we would only be seeing three characters and everybody else would show up once a month. <laughs> True. This also this story, I when it was when they were talking about it initially and Abe was they were discussing the possibility of Abe getting elected as governor, it felt like an exit story. Like they yeah. were planning it felt like they were planning to write them out. I'm I'm glad they were when they pivoted to Paulina, I said, Okay, so they're they're gonna be here still. But the pieces to make me care are aren't aren't here. Yeah, it's it's at, this is at this the is very not least, the story I expected them to have. At the very least, it should have brought Lonnie back and um, recast Brandon if they're not going to have Lonnie on screen and give. Well, that would require them actually caring about the Carvers. Yeah, and that is a thing that this show does not do. Unfortunately, what were you saying, Tony? I don't. I don't even remember what I was saying. <laughs> um, I said that. Oh, this is not the story I expected for for Abe and Paulina once Lonnie was gone. I don't know what story I wanted, but this 
isn't necessarily it. But Michael, are you here to give us your another news pick? I guess he disappeared. We'll figure out where he went later. Dylan, do you have another news pick? Uh, not really, but I guess we can talk about Brady and Chloe and Rachel's custody hearing. Mm-hmm. If this boy don't just go bribe a judge and be done with this. Yeah, like I am. Um, yeah. And knowing that we're heading into uh, she's about to lie in order to gain custody like I I don't like this I already see where this is going and I don't like it we're heading into Chloe is going to end up walking away so that Brady can keep his child and their Stefan to pick up the pieces I rebuke it return to sender I don't want it can we put Rachel back in Ross incubator I'm tired (laughs) I was just about to say something similar can we can Kristen be the one to unalive her? Because then she can't blame anybody but herself. <laughs> that would be that would be massively out of character for Kristen. She does not. What about also massively out of character for Kristen? Um, wanting a baby, but then when she has that baby, she doesn't care about that baby, and she wants the baby father, and is only using the baby for the baby father. Because Kristen always ever just wanted a kid. She has the kid, but then she just wants the baby father but is using the kid for said baby father yeah i'm i'm over kristen overall like yeah she she's uh, she's there but i'm like i'm tired yeah like i don't know i don't know how long uh stacy's gonna be around for but like let's wrap it up until kristen's next thing because I'm tired. Well, I don't think Kristen's going anywhere. With Kristen being pardoned, she's here and not leaving. Unfortunately. Um, yeah, I would have preferred this story if Kristen only gave a damn about Rachel. Like, that's what I would have preferred. Yeah. I could have completely rooted for her destroying Brady's life to make sure she was the only option for Rachel. That I would totally even yeah. be okay with. I could have en- enjoyed and invested in that story, but her again chasing after Brady. We don't care, right? I know and they Brady? have fans, but Ugh. Brady's not a, the best boyfriend material, so I don't know. But what. it's also Kristen, so it's not surprising. Yeah, I mean, both of them together are just awful, but really toxic. Yeah, in soap, in soaps, I don't mind a toxic relationship. Yeah, like, I yeah. loved Brady and Cole, <laughs> and they were with each other at their worst. Yeah, they and uh, yeah. that is something that I could still get behind. But with Brady and Kristen, it is just it's nauseating at this point. It feels like yeah. they're beating a dead horse. I they feel like are. there's different levels of toxic. Like I there's some like toxic couples I ship, and there's some I just cannot stand. And Briston uh, falls under that category. I, I feel like Kristen has been around for too long and it's just, it's not entertaining anymore. I'm trying, but like I end up just putting her on fast forward. Okay, you're obsessed with Brady, what's new? And the thing with Kristen too is like her rushing through this. Like the one thing going going back to, I didn't say this when we talked about Stefan, but I'll, I'll mention it here since everything else from the In Other News has kind of been um, talked about. When she rushed 
to wake Stefan up and then did not bother to follow him to make sure he got where he was going. Like, you want, him, you want him awake to cause problems for Brady and Chloe so you can get your man back, but you're too damn lazy to follow him and make sure he does his damn job? Like, all of do you want this plan to fail? Face. Or have him followed. Like, it's all going to blow confused. up in her face. And Brady you is were already clearly right going to is. Brady and Chloe's, going to Chloe's room anyway, so why didn't you just take Stefan there? Like, I, I was so confused. And, like, nothing has changed in the last but I don't get five years with Kristen. I don't get what she what she expected when Stefan would show up there. It's not like Chloe would jump right into his arms. Well, Brady, uh, Brady, Kristen doesn't think. She sees what she wants to see and just reacts accordingly. It's how she was in the 90s. It's how she is now. Apparently, we've had no character growth. But anyway. that that was just something that annoyed me. Michael, I'm going to kick it back to you. Are you here to give us an, any thoughts on the uh, in other news segment since everything's kind of been talked about? Mm, nope. All right. Well, then we will cut right to your reading rainbow. Have some fun. I know you have quite the read planned. Did I? Oh, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Not necessarily for the show. <laughs> hmm. Um, we come to a well, I actually have two reads, honestly. Um, my first read would have to go to the cast of Soap This Salem Style. <laughs> I knew this was coming. What do we do? What do we read? The fact that I had to, why am I in I it? To, yeah, and, and that and that doesn't include me because uh, for this episode, it has been Michael the Maverick presents Soap This Salem Style. Um, it just pains me. It really does. Except for you, Nick, it pains me probably about eighty percent. The other twenty percent no is glee. <laughs> Um, just pure glee. But the last time we actually recorded an episode, I a was recap sick. episode. Yes, I was sick and I was shut in, and I was just very s- saddened to hear oh. that these <laughs> cast members took a moment for me to leave to slander my good sister in Christ, Nicole Walker Brady. Well, trust me, would have slandered her just wow. as hard, if not harder, had you been here. She she had it coming. And Big it's still going to come, I'm sure. And, and mm-hmm. just like that, y'all had this breed coming. <laughs> I, I was not amused. And it, it, it really hurts me that y'all took a moment while I was sick and shut in to slander my good sister. Oh, but trust that, me, would have done it with you here. It, but it, it pains <laughs> me. It really was. Because like Stephanie Forrester, I thought y'all was my people. Y'all betrayed <laughs> me. Not you. Not you, Charlotte, said it, Corintho, sir. Honestly, truly. But that's fine. It hurts me because you know what? I thought y'all was my people, but now I had to swat a child with a broom like the stray bitches y'all are. You know what? Because that's exactly what what it was. Y'all was being led astray. And y'all took it out on the cold walk of Brady, and I just wasn't having that. And that is why y'all got my first read. My second read, Tony. Hmm. I uh-huh. love you. I, I love, love you, you too. Uh oh. But you get my second read. <laughs> oh my God. Um, <laughs> what the hell? Uh, you knew I wouldn't be gone for long, Miss Tony. But. I left you in charge to give my top five verse list. And again, you led me astray. <laughs> you did not give me reasons. So I re- 
I winged it. <laughs> I did. Yeah. And it flew right on out of here, then. <laughs> Wait, this is wrong. I'm not. I'm not. I did not explain his picks to his liking. Well, when you only give me the picks with no explanation, and two out of the five I didn't actually enjoy, I had to fly by the seat of my pants, and apparently said pants had a hole in it. Well, I'm sorry. <laughs> He but the just drama, like Tony. every, <laughs> but just like every hardworking man in America, I had to do it myself. So <laughs> let me go ahead and give down my list of my explanations because Tony just didn't do it for y'all. Well, <laughs> had you given me the explanations, I would have read that. I want to know that. why Holly. Holly, you only did half the assignment, sir. That's not my problem. Hey, hey, hey. I, I didn't fall ill. I didn't want to fall ill at that point. You said send you a list. I sent you a list. And what did I do? I sent the list. I stupidly assumed that you put notes in so you knew what you were saying when you well, made I'm those glad picks. You, I'm glad you said it because I didn't. Just putting it out there. <laughs> but hey, okay. So my number five was Holly. And I just put Holly there because that's Holly. That's Nicole's baby. We waited. She lost two already. Yeah. Um, number four, Sierra. I just like that birth because honestly, it was really up in the air who her daddy was. It's still up in the air, if you ask me. But hey. <laughs> you know what? Oh God. <laughs> um, number three, Abigail's birth. I really like that birth because it was literally happening as Isabella was going off to heaven. So and I, I did that birth justice, sir. That was on my list. Yeah, you did. I'll give you that one. But um, <laughs> yeah, I really liked that. You know, as Isabella was going up to the upper room, she was high five and baby got Abigail. And it was very <laughs> nice. Um, number two is Adam Chandler Jr. And that's just there because that's my sunshine boy. But I sat there and watched the whole pregnancy. I just I couldn't let that out. And Belle is just my sweet girl. Of course, I was going to have Belle on that list. That was the most iconic birth of all time, especially because we didn't know who her dad was either. So, <laughs> no, actually, we were, we, we did, were led but, to, you know, we they did, did, but we were they locked. Didn't. Like, at that point, I don't even think we knew that Sammy switched the paternity tests. I think we, like, I think we honestly at that moment believed it was. It was Roman's baby. It didn't come out until after she was born, if I remember Daddy right. Daddy loves to switch paternity tests. Damn, girl. But if somebody did it to her. Anyways. <laughs> That's you. Go ahead. <laughs> but, but yes, th- those are my reads of the week. The cast of Folk This Salem Style. Do you have a show read or no? No. <laughs> well, that was enough for me. I told you I'd give you the time to rebut, and I did. So now we are going to move into praise or shade. Sarah, since you are our special guest, why don't you kick us off? Are you praising or shading this week? I am going to praise, um, and I am praising whoever edited the day's Peacock promo. Yes. And Um, can you please keep your job? Cautiously optimistic, but I think the promo gave had something for all the fans it had the action it had the love it had comedy you know it had a lot of different things and if the promo is a true representation of what is expected what what is anticipated or what is expected to come from peacock then i think it's going in the right direction so shout out to whoever edited the promo i hope they gave you all the things and I hope you're the one who 
continues to edit all of the major promos that will be released moving forward. All right. Ariane, are you praising or shading? I'm praising. Um, Sarah said it so well, but I like I'm praising the promo as well. I thought it was really well done and like everything in the promo was or not everything but most of it was entertaining it kind of got me excited again for the show like i love that intense like i don't think you mentioned it sarah but like the background music of it like it got me so hyped and i love my background music so like basically just what sarah said she said everything so well so i don't have to repeat myself but i'm praising the promo as well I'm going to piggyback off of Ariat and Sarah, and I'm going to praise the promo as well. Um, I have not been that excited for a promo in years. Like the both versions of the promo, the one minute version that aired in the last commercial segment on NBC and the two minute promo that was the official promo on all of day social media accounts got me so excited and so hyped for what's coming like I cannot wait to see almost everything in that promo like I cannot wait to see what the show looks like on Peacock I'm very excited uh for what's coming Dylan what about you are you praising or shading I'm going to praise the show aired this week (laughs) (laughs) is that your praise (laughs) and um there was acting. Oh my God. You know what? You know what? That, that was her praise. Okay, so I'm going to go now. <laughs> oh, that was the shittiest phrase I've ever heard. I love it. Can, but that... can that be the title we aired this week? Yes. <laughs> um, my shade is going to be Sarah and Xander's wedding. Excellent choice. Um, we waited 70 years for them to get down the aisle and there wasn't even an aisle for them to get down. <laughs> 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 um, <laughs> um, I did not appreciate this Taco Tuesday affair that they had. Jesus. It was not nice. Okay, no, now the new title is Taco Tuesday Affair. Yeah, I, I just wasn't understanding it. It was a family potluck with a white dress. Not a family potluck. Um, I, I just the best dressed like person it. at that wedding was Jennifer. Yeah, I and think she was high. I like it. I have been Kitty. And I, I just didn't appreciate it. It was a slap in the face to the Xander fans, and I'm not even a hardcore Xander and Sarah fan, but that pissed me off. I didn't like that at all. Yeah, there was much, much, much disservice done there. Yeah. Um, I haven't been displeased, this displeased since Eric and Nicole's po folks wedding. So, because <laughs> you know they got married at Dennis Child. So, oh so yeah, that's my shade. Oh God! All right, Nick, you're sending us home. Are you praising or shading? Well, I'm shading. Um, it's the it's the writing for Johnny and. And EJ, in this Ava situation, I don't like it. It don't make sense to me. You ain't even slept with her yet. You just kissed her Friday. You should she not be- killed Grandpa Sean. That part too, <laughs> even though he probably wouldn't remember that. But I'm I pretty sure somebody would- Somebody would have like four months old. Yeah. Barely, he knows. The barely he play, knows. The barely he play knows. him up as a breed. Ain't nobody killing your granddaddy like that, and it's the, not a family thing. Yeah. But, 
it's just like he's too invested in this, and I don't. They need to explain to me why, because right now he didn't. I tell y'all. Didn't I tell y'all what? Mm. And I was Mm-mm. I was excited for this, but now it's just leaving a sour taste in my mouth. Like mm. now, remember that, right, Nick? What Aria? I want you to go ahead. And roll that beautiful Boston baked beans footage <laughs> of Nick booing me when I said this was going to happen. So, <sighs> just throwing that out there. Oh my God, Michael, how am I supposed to remember which? No, you not to put that on me. Episode. Technically, never... what you said was going to happen hasn't happened yet, though it's looking more and more likely that it will. But, oh. Mm. Mm. Yeah, they just. Tell me why he's upset. He can tell anybody. Ex- give him a point of view about what what his issue with with his father when it comes to Ava. Because right now, I don't get it. I don't get it I either. And I'm find the episode. I'm find the episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't remember which episode it was either. I want to yeah. say it was the propaganda episode. Hi, soap dishers. It's Ariet from the editing room, and let's cue the flashback from episode seventy six, propaganda. But it's Johnny and Ava. I like it. Uh, yes, me too. <laughs> yeah. I, good God, uh, they're hot. I like it. I, see, I, I want see, it. I'm on the opposite end of the spectrum. Boo, we don't care. <laughs> I, I don't need it. And, I don't and need let it. Me tell, I you, let me tell you why. Why? Days has a thing about making shit like this too serious when it doesn't need to be. Yeah, I don't want that. And that's all. Back to you, soap dishers. Yeah, but that's my sh- pr- shade. <laughs> All right. Well, do we have any final thoughts before we wrap this baby up? Um, my final thought is I fell asleep in the middle of the episode and spill or snap the title of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, you were sleeping, but I didn't want to say it. <laughs> Sam. And spill or snap the episode title. I you love that you, you just managed to fall asleep. Like that in the middle, people talk. Well, this is this this week was was that kind of week, so I don't even blame him. Yeah, it was kind of a low impact week. We didn't miss much. I didn't miss much. I'm excited for the move. That's why. That's why I (laughs) praise the promo and not the actual show. Y'all ain't nice. Y'all ain't nice. I have nothing to praise. Promos. The promos don't impress me much. I I gave. Praise y'all, y'all did. Not. He was being shady. Come on, <laughs> they did. You hear? said, you said they the, the acting was going on. Okay. I mean, but she you know did something. Praise. I mean, okay, technically, that's not that may not be as shady as it sounded, considering that GH did not air like what oh, two or three okay. days this week. Um, you see. Let's wrap this up. The only reason I'm letting you care is because for me to have given my shade for Sarah and Xander's wedding, I had to rewatch that whole second half of the week over again because I did not retain any information. I don't remember most of what happened this week. Me neither. Honestly, like, truly, I don't. And I watched it. Let's hope this shit don't happen on Peacock, child. But the yeah. only thing that stood out was uh, Sloan and Race, honestly, and that says a lot. Considering mm. Rafe is one half of those things. Oh my god. I'm gonna be honest, the only thing that stood out for me was the promo. Yeah. 
truly, honestly, because it was a uh, way Marlena, to get this Marlena the and John were cute. Too. Yeah, I mean that was cute. Let that sink in. Ooh, say it again. Say it again. There was a wedding this week. A w- somebody got married, Dylan, and the promo outshadowed it. Mm, yep. Mm, mm, mm. Wouldn't happen to Bowen helping eighty five. I know. <laughs> no, you know. <laughs> Wrap it up, Tony. Wrap it up. All right. And on that note, this has been another edition of Soap Dish Sound Style. We will see y'all next week. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Promos don't impress me much. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye.